I don't spend any time on YouTube. Dude, you, you, you know what? You know what I watch on YouTube? This is what I watch. I watch old wrestling bouts from the eighties. I watch Beyond the Titan Tron, which is about all the old wrestlers that died. I know I'm a loser. And then and then I'll watch like uh, surfing videos, and then I'll watch other videos about other rigs, and uh, and then I'll watch a bunch of videos about paranormal stuff in the forest, and that's about it. So it's like really <laughs> low grade mental stuff. I'm not I'm not absorbing anything that's like monumental here. It's it's pretty much a bunch of skeptical shit or, or uh, made up stuff. It's just crazy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 53 of Nomad Ramblings. This is Craig coming to you from Newport News, Virginia. Brian's out camping Chaco Canyon in the southwest. Today's episode covers a variety of topics. We'd start the discussion ranting a bit, Brian about troubles he experienced at the start of his travels, and me about the outdoor retailer Cabela's. After venting a bit, we turn our attention to my travels in New England and New York. In particular, we digest my approach to urban stealth camping in New York City. Then the conversation shifts to discussing Brian's new strategy and service plan for unlimited data. For those in need, the service seems worth pursuing. Finally, we round out our chat, laying out our plans for the next month or two. So sit back for another rambling conversation, and as always, drop a line with whatever feedback y'all have. Dude, it's been it was cold here this morning. I woke up, it was 14 degrees. Wow. Well, yeah. that's I'm uh I'm wearing a freaking Hawaiian shirt here in, <laughs> in Newport News. It's I'm just a curmudgeon because I, I can't stand this humid weather. I mean it's probably it's probably like 60 degrees or something, but mm-hmm. um I, I I hate the weather here. I mean I, I feel I feel <laughs> hot. I, I'm I'm hot and bothered. I think I'm going through menopause. I think my whole life is going through menopause. Dude, that's funny, dude. Yeah, it's 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 funny, but it's not really funny because it actually makes me like I'm just a curmudgeonly fuck. I'm like fuck this place, um, but whatever. I mean, it's fine. I, I was I was like that when I got here down to Taos with that fucker I ran into at the hot springs. I had that aggressive dog. Um, oh, I didn't I didn't even hear about that. Oh yeah. So anyway, so I got here, you know, and it was it was like a a comedy of errors trying to leave Gunnison. It's like I got to the place to get my truck fixed at seven o'clock in the morning and they're like, Oh, oh, look here, we don't have one of the parts. It's gonna take us like another two hours just to get oh, it that, in. That I remember yeah, yeah, that I remember you telling me about, yeah. Yep. And then and then they got it in and then I, I finally got my truck back at like one thirty in the afternoon. I'm rolling down the road and I thought, well, I'll just pull over and check out the the work. I look underneath there and all the boots that I had replaced were all mangled. They were all twisted real bad and like uh, torn. The seals were torn on them. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I went back to the mechanic and I was pissed by this time because I had told them, I'm like, look, my computer screen broke. Like all these other things are happening this morning. I'm having a bad morning. They didn't even check the work before it went out. And so um, I went back there and I went in and I told the lady and I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, frank but not rude i was just yeah. like look this needs to be fixed now i don't have any more time okay you've already wasted enough of my time this morning and uh so i went back to my truck and i have you know i got this new hat with this big bill so i can't really see a lot and i got it pulled down so i so i started texting on my phone and i was pulled up 
in an area where they also have a gas portion of their shop to where people can pull in and get gas. Right. And so I thought, well, I'll back up and go pull in one of the parking spots. I'm not blocking it. Well, as I back up, I didn't realize that a mechanic had got underneath my truck. Didn't tell me. Luckily, he was on the front side. So if I if I went forward, I would have killed him. I would have run over him. I went back. He gets up and starts yelling at me and slams his hands down on my truck. And I get out of the vehicle and I'm like, look, I don't want to fucking be here. Okay. If you would have done it right the first time, I wouldn't be back. You need to tell me when you run under my vehicle. I said my head was down and I was, I was, I was sending a text message to my family, to a family member. And I was like, I could have fucking killed you. And I I can assure you, I don't want to kill you. (laughs) I said, said, but don't yell at me about this. This isn't my, this is not my fucking fault here. You know? Yeah. And and, And then he, and then he cooled down. He's like, look, I've had a really bad day. And I said, I have too. I said, but understand that if this was done right and you guys would have checked this before it went out, I wouldn't be back here, you know, and just to run right. out and jump underneath my vehicle and then yell at me about it because I backed up. I wanted to get out of a spot. So I wasn't blocking the traffic. That's not my fault either. It's like, what the fuck? Right. So, so anyway, so a lot, I, I kind of drove most of the trip without music on. I just kind of was just thinking, cause I, it's a really nice drive between Crested Butte and Taos. Oh yeah. And so, um, got down here. It was pretty stoked. Got down here late. Um, in the afternoon, it's starting to be early evening and the sun's going down so early, but I wanted to go to the black rock hot springs. Cause I knew that one had the shortest hike and it was right next to the road of where the Dunn bridge is out here, which is about 10 miles North of town. So I got there and there's this really, there's this really cool couple. And then they had this three-year-old son who's the cutest kid on the planet. Son's name was Daniel. Um, the gal's name was Margaret. The guy's name was Scotty. And they're super cool people. I ended up bumping into them like three or four more times when I was out here. And I actually bumped into them yesterday, right before they left to go to Ojo Caliente to the hot springs there. But I, I chatted with them for a while. They're, they've been living in their Sprinter for a long time. And their son was so inquisitive. He's like, I want to see your truck, you know. And he's just this little guy. He's got this big trucker hat. And he's got this super long hair. He gets in my truck and he's, he's going off. He's like, this is cool. And I'm just like, yeah. So, but they had already been to the hot springs. So they told me, they said, yeah, there's, there's one guy down there with the dog. But, you know, he just kind of keeps to himself. So I thought, okay, well, I'll go down there. And so um Went down there and got close and the dog came up and started getting real fucking aggressive towards me and Sierra. And I could see the guy's feet in the pool because it was right on the corner. I'm like, hey, man, your, your dog's here. He wouldn't respond. Mm. And I kept on saying like, hey, dude, your dog, your dog. And it's just go- going crazy. So I fucking tagged the dog with bear spray. Wow. Yeah, because I'm not going to tolerate that shit anymore. So because it, it started lunging at us and I'm like, nope. And I was like, Burr! and then it's, Arr! and then all of a sudden he gets to, what's going on? I'm like, oh, now, now you can fucking listen. Your selective listening works now, you dickhead. I'm like, your dog was coming at me aggressively. I didn't know where you were. I could see your feet, but you weren't responding. So I didn't know if it was your dog or not. I'm like, you're lucky I didn't kick its ass and throw it in the river. And I'm like, and same goes for you. I was like, this is a public hot springs. You don't, you don't act like that around here. And I said, I'll be back in the morning. And if you're not gone, we're going to have a problem. And so I went and camped up the hill and I came back pretty early and he was already gone. And, uh, I just, I just, I was fed up, you know, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to tell I like, I, I finally decided like, I'm not going to allow anything to happen to me anymore out here. I'll just be the aggressor. Cause if someone's going to be irresponsible and have a dog that's fucking going crazy, I'm not going to go through another seven month fucking lawsuit. Like I've been doing in Arizona with Sierra's thing. And it's just now finally coming to a head. So we'll get restitution maybe a year after we had to pay for a surgery out of pocket. I'm not going to deal with that shit again. Sure. If somebody wants to come at me aggressively with a, with a dog off leash or something like that, especially given the, 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 the crappy way this, this, uh, 
road trip started, I mean, I thought I handled myself pretty good. I wanted to beat the shit out of that guy. I wanted I'm sure. To, I wanted to just tag him with as much bear spray as possible so he couldn't see and just go in there and just beat the absolute fuck out of him. But I was like, you know, that's not going to accomplish anything and I'll probably get in trouble. So, um, but luckily, like, you know, the next day he was gone. But then it did, then that was the, the, the time when I, you know, got to the hot springs. I was so stark to get in there. And then my uh, iPhone fell out of my backpack into the hot springs. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, split computer screen on the day that I leave, you know, $200 in truck repairs turned into a thousand. And then my fucking iPhone takes a shit the next morning due to, due to my negligence. I was just, cause I was so distracted. I was just pissed. I mean, I was fucking pissed. Yeah. So pardon the language, but I just was, it, it was like, I was, I was pissed off too, that I was like, you know, I spent the whole summer working my ass off, saving up money to go on this trip and do all these fun things and then make money while on the way doing content and stuff like that. And it's like the lion's share of the money was that I saved was, you know, accounted for on in less than, I mean, fuck before I even got started on my trip, you know, a thousand dollars for the truck repairs. And then if I want to get a new computer screen on this piece of shit computer that I have, this MacBook that's just been junk since day one, um, that's another $700. And I just had that done last March. So I'm just like, nah, I, that's why I think I might go without a cell phone for a while and just do the GPS thing. Cause I, I, I mean, like as soon as my cell phone took a shit out, I mean, I was pissed, but I was like, eh, I don't deal with that anymore. And it was like one thing off my plate. And now that I have this mobile Wi-Fi in my truck, you know, I can get on here and I can FaceTime anybody. I still right. have all my, all my contacts are loaded in there. So it's not like it's, uh, I didn't lose anybody's number. It's just that I lost one way to communicate that in my mind is kind of a little bit of a time drain back here. And I know I'm going to get more stuff done now that I don't have it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, probably, I'll probably hold off until Christmas. And then once I start full-time winter camping in the tent, I'll probably get the phone again. Right on. Yeah. Quite the adventure. Quite, quite the start to your adventure. You, yeah. You do, the, the hat is sweet, man. I like well, that hat. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it's the wave in Utah. Uh, is that like, I, and is that like a specific area? Is that a specific? Yeah. If you look up the wave, like this is it. It's like, it, okay. Have, have you seen the wave on Google? Uh, I guess not now. Yeah. You should, I mean, if you want to look it up now while we're, while we're chatting, it's, it's one, it's one of the places in Utah. It's one of the most sought after places, sought after places to go kind of like, um, angels landing, but you have to have a permit to go to the wave and it's a lottery. I I mean, you can't even like reserve them in advance. You got to show up and hope that you get them. Mm. And, um, I can't remember if it's eight, 12 or 20 people that they allow a day, but it's a very minimal amount. It's a long hike in there. But it's this, it's an amazing geological formation where the water did these amazing uh, patterns of, uh, I can't think this morning because I'm tired, of uh, erosion uh, on the rock and made it really smooth. And it looks like waves the way that the striations and the rocks are going. Yeah. It's like, it's like waves rolling through there. So it's pretty cool. Nice. So this, ga- this gal is Catherine Holmes. I'm going to look her up and see if she has a website. She has a really cool, uh, it's all the way in the front seat. I can't grab it. She has a really cool um, logo on her on her apparel. She has like these awesome hats and some really cool shirts. And it's all art that she's done like this. And it's all of different landscapes that she replicates. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then her her just her logo. I'll have to I'll have to shoot it to you. It's like a little info piece about her. And I'm sure there's probably a website on there to check out. But um, they started carrying all the stuff at the Alpineer and Crested Butte. Nice. And, and yeah. it's like and like they can't keep it in stock. You know. Yeah, it's a really nice hat. There's yeah. no doubt. I, I I picked up a nice hat in um, the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Oh, I got you did? one. Yeah, it says like White Mountains, and then it says Live Free or Die underneath oh, it. I, I yeah. should be wearing it right now, but it's yeah, it's, it's a sweet hat. Yeah. Um, I, I met. Uh, let's see, 
there was a person who came down to the hot springs yesterday and they were from upstate New York and they were talking about the white mountains. And I was like, oh, my buddy's there right now. And they're like, that is the most insane place. They're like, yeah, yeah man. you know, that, that, like, like what you've been telling me, you know, I got to get up there sometime and check that out. Yeah. I mean, my experience up there, I, you know, I, I landed a sweet place to camp. Um, my first couple nights there, I, I was just outside of North Conway, mm-hmm. which is a cool mountain town. Definitely has, um, it, it has a Crested Butte vibe, but it's, you know, a town from that was probably, I, I don't know what the incorporation date was, but it's probably 1700s, if not 1800s. I mean, that's, you know, old school East Coast wow. stuff. Yeah. One of the original yeah. states. I love that stuff, And man. yeah. And it, it's got these cool trains, you know, that were designed to go up um up the mountains and so i i stayed a couple nights there just kind of cruising the streets there and 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 get my bearings and then i i made it to the northwest corner of uh the white mountains and scored this awesome sweet dispersed camping site and just you know put up my big canopy mm-hmm. and made camp for like a week and a half i was up there just you know, okay. truly immersing myself into it. I was actually we were, we were in the same spot that week and a half. Yeah, yeah, oh, I was I in the same spot. That. Just yeah, and just you know, going out and doing my little day trips. And I had you know an amazing hikes with Rue. Um, you know, I, I I posted those videos and those pictures going up the Zealand uh, Falls Hut on the Appalachian Mountain Trail. Um, they've got like this Appalachian Mountain Club up there, oh, and cool. um, so anyway, it was just. You know, each day more and more foliage was turning, you know, the, the leaves were turning color. I should have done like some, you know, stop time lapse photography to, mm-hmm. to really catch the, the leaves because it was, I, I hit it. I mean, it, like, nice. you know, people spend, people travel from all over the world to come to that area to check mm-hmm. out the turning of the leaves. And I hit it. I, I freaking the money shot um, mm-hmm. as far as the amount of time that I was there. And um, yeah, I loved it. it. It was amazing, and um, my my new uh, you know the battery that I that that you saw me install mm-hmm. freaking worked like a champ. You know, because nice. I yeah I, I didn't I was just able to charge everything and keep everything charged, and um, yeah, it was awesome, man. I mean, it's it's still you know I'm in the afterglow of that experience. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I can only there's, imagine. There's I mean, no just stay, staying in one spot like that for a week and a half, you really just get in a, a rhythm like a yeah. really mellow rhythm. It's not like there's no rush. I don't know. It's probably one of the most peaceful things I could do is stay in one spot at camp. And especially if there's no one else around. Yeah, there was, there was some, like it, it, there was like no one around me. I, I could see like I was near a popular trailhead. Mm-hmm. So people would come in and out, but you know, the, the forest is so thick in the Northeast that it wasn't really that disturbing to me. Hmm. And, um, yeah, like, you know, being able to set up for such a long period of time, it was kind of like how you and I were set up over by the Slate River, you know, oh, yeah. before, well, you know, when it wasn't crowded, where we're just kind of grooving to our own thing, you know, kind of making our life like it's almost like homesteading, right? <laughs> yeah, where it actually, yeah, it is. It really, really is where you're just settling into it and you just develop a mindset of like, you you lose track of time and you mm-hmm. just operate on your own time scale. You know, I didn't have to be anywhere 
I didn't have to do anything. And I just kind of let the days unfold. You know, I definitely had a couple of cooking days where I spent time with my pressure cooker, you know, and I, I captured a lot of video and I'm, um, I'm pretty close to actually now, now that I'm at my sister's place, I can actually produce those videos, but I right. did some good documentation on that. And then I did other days where I would, you know, make my way to this area of the white mountains or that area of the white mountains and just soak it up. And, uh, um, I, I gotta get some of those recipes from you for that. Oh, yeah. cooker Cause like, um, I, I, I realized I'm like, you know, the stove that I have, it's a little small. I'm probably gonna, um, go back up to like a larger Coleman that has the side, uh, um, guards on it for the wind. Right. And, that's and the I can, one I have. Yeah. And I saw how your pressure cooker was fitting on that well. And yeah. too, that's a little more sturdy. I think that what I'm going to do when, when I go back to Kansas for Christmas, um, is that where my, where my uh, fridge is set up in my truck, I'm going to have it to where, where that door pops out. I'm going to have a, a, a table that slides out from underneath it and locks into place. And then I can have the shelf that's, you know, in my door, like the cubby hole in my door that holds like, like my seasonings and the cooking oil and stuff like that could be right there. And then I could have that and I could put the stove right there and then I could have all the, the fridge contents right here. And then just right here is all of my cooking utensils. So it's like, it'd be in my kitchen. Yeah. Know? And that, that's the one that I have now. I mean, I've, I loved it when I first got it cause it was really small, but um, one of the burners stopped working on it. So it's really, it's kind of hard to prepare meals, a, a good meal on just one burner. Yeah. You know, especially if you got multiple ingredients that you need to cook, it just takes too long. So, but that pressure cooker, man, I mean, that's what, what was that that you cooked that one time when we were by the slate? I mean, so it that was, like, was, um, that, that was kind of a cross between kitchen, uh, chicken cacciatore and uh -huh. just a chicken curry. That was really um, good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, no, and it and took it, all of like what, 15 minutes to cook. Yep. Yeah. You just throw it all in there. It's like that, you know, the, the, the popular thing now is the instant pot. So this is like old school instant pot where it's the kind of thing that you just put on the, you know, the grill or the, uh, the gas burner where okay. it's not electronic. It's not like a setting, you know, that you push like one button for chicken and one button for beef and one button for rice. It's yeah. just, you know, you gotta, you gotta know how things cook and I love it. I'm, I actually just pulled it out of the truck now and I'm, writing together, uh, writing, uh, an ingredient list to, to get some more, more stuff cooked today, but it's, it's yeah. freaking great out in the wilderness. Yeah. And I, Man. so I did the two videos that I'm going to put out. Um, one is my simple, remember the hard boiled eggs that I did. Uh -huh. So I, so I, I did a video on how I did that. And then okay. I did another video on how I do, um, a shredded chicken Buffalo dip. So it's oh, like, man. yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's freaking my favorite tool right now. Well, um, and, I, you know, and, 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 and I'll be spending about three, three to four months inside my big tent this winter. So I, I'm going to get all those recipes from you and get El, El Gordo. El Gordo, oh, yeah. El Gordo Galleon. Fat, fat oh Galleon. yeah. Oh dude. It's, <laughs> and that's, I mean, so, you know, I, the last time we, the last episode that you and I recorded when I was at my mom's before before I headed up to New Hampshire, you know, so I, I did my New Hampshire thing, which was mm -hmm. incredible. And then I made my way to LL Bean. You know, I, I did that post about how LL Bean's return policy is like astronomically better than Cabela's. Like yeah. fuck Cabela's. 
I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll lose that sponsorship opportunity right now, <laughs> or at yeah. least I will. No, I, um, I let them have it too with the the Guardian purifier. I bought that, and within a couple months, the handle broke, and I had to send it to MSR and, to get it fixed instead of Cabela's. And I was like, "Y'all have a one year warranty?" They're like, "Not anymore." Yeah. Yeah. No. no, and I I mean it's funny because I there's several Cabela's here on the East Coast that I normally would have stopped at. There's one. There's one in, I think that there's one in Mass. No, there's one in Connecticut, and then there's one right outside of Richmond. And I always like I would go out of my way to make sure that I stop there and do shopping. Not anymore. I love beans is where I'm stopping. Is so I probably spent um, on outdoor outdoor. I kind of went overboard, but you know that's what you do when you're on the road sometimes. And I I needed gear. I probably spent about a thousand bucks. Wow, what all what, yeah. what you what all did you get? So I got a bunch of clothes. I got a, a really good marmot uh, rain slicker. Like mm. I needed a, a, a really really nice heavy duty Gore Tex high quality rain slicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that. Um, I got um, I got a pair of shoes. Um, I got a um, I got a nice vest. Like it's like the oiled leather skin, you know. Oh, so it's really yeah. weathered. Um, uh-huh. and then I got another vest. I got a, uh, mountain khakis vest. Um, cause I'm, you know, I'm so warm blooded mm-hmm. where oftentimes I don't even need sleeves. So if I just have a long sleeve shirt or a fleece, like I don't need to put a full jacket on. If I just put a vest on to protect my core, I'm good. Like I can handle really, really low temperatures Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I did was I've, I've switched to wearing vests as opposed to wearing full, uh, full suited, um, you know, uh, jackets. So mm-hmm. I got two vests. Um, what else did I get? Um, I got a belt. Um, I, you know, just like a, a whole bunch of, yeah, I got pants, like nothing out of control as far as like, like change my world gear. But mm-hmm. I just needed, it's probably been four or five years since I've gotten any new gear. No, oh, yeah. Because uh, I've always about. gone, yeah, and I've, I've just been going to thrift stores. So on this trip, I was just like, screw it. You know, I'm, I, I've been working. I, I, I need some stuff. I'm going back to Gunnison. It's going to be real deal. Like, I need real clothes. Um, so, yeah, I spent about a thousand bucks on, on clothes and, and, you know, modest gear. And Cabela's lost out on that because they no longer stand behind their products. LL yeah. Bean, LL Bean has got that that freaking. They, I I know that everybody's switching from the lifetime warranty to a shorter warranty, but mm-hmm. LL Bean has that line in their guarantee where they they at least will evaluate whether the issue is a craftsmanship issue after mm-hmm. a year. And like, that's, that's all I need because yeah, like, totally. it's, it, it didn't, and, and, and like, just like, you know, walking into the store, into the LLB store, people like working there. They feel good about it. And my experience, the last time I went into a Cabela's was in Grand Junction mm-hmm. and I went like 80 miles out of my way and I went in there and you could just feel like it was a depressed vibe in there. And like yeah. the people like. I don't know. So yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, it's, it, you know, it's too, it's too bad too, because I don't, 
I don't understand why a company would do that because they they built themselves as you know the the customers like hey I know I can depend on that if it if things yeah. go south with that gear I'll and, pay more and, for it yeah I mean too and and the thing about it is is a lot of that gear that that Cabela's carries is expensive and yeah. so you know do you want to take a risk that you know nine times out of ten I'd say you're you're going to be fine but you know that one time that you're not how does that look are you going to be out of, out a thousand bucks on gear I mean I, yeah. I would I wouldn't want to take that risk. Yeah, I'm going to look at Duluth Trading Company when I go back to Kansas because they just opened oh, yeah. a, a store right next to my folks' place. Nice. Yeah, I've heard they've got good gear. And I kind of like their old school look of stuff. Yeah. I and mean, they, they have kind of some older school designs. A lot of their backpacks are older school. It's not this new technology. It's just the tried and true stuff that people have had forever. And I like the look of that. Yeah. And so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there and check that out and see see if I could possibly get some more gear. But I, I operate pretty light, though. I mean, like for the last couple of years, I've only carried one pair of pants and one pair of shorts yeah. And, and then I'll carry a backup to each one of those that are maybe a little bit more grimy. So that way, if I need to have some work clothes that I can. So it's like, uh, I just don't carry a whole lot of clothing and I've got, I've got a lot of the same stuff, but it's starting to wear out too. This past summer, I bought some new clothes and what I, what I've been doing is I've been targeting all the clothing that, that has a, a UV rating with it. And uh, so it's good. I, or I think they call it a UL rating or some, some, some weird, it's not UV. It's something different that they like call an SPF it. rating or something. Yeah. Like it's kind of like that, but they, they even call it something different. I can't remember what it was, but, but I'm getting the ones that are, are 50 and above. And that way I can be out in the sun all day and you don't feel, you don't have that radiation and you don't get tired. Right. So, yeah. I mean, like I got this one, it was a North face one. It was only for 35 bucks. It was long sleeve. It looks great. And I'm like, huh, sounds good. Nice. Yeah. And then yeah. I get some other stuff too. Yeah. So after I, um, so I, I went out of my way to Maine where LL beans is headquartered and I went to there, it's like a town, like the town of Freeport <laughs> is like, is, is like a town oriented around, um, LL beans. So I went there and then, and then I dropped into Boston and randomly hooked up with some old high school buddies. I mean, this is, this is one of the things that I love about, I mean, you know, I think that the, you and I carry out different styles on how we do this lifestyle. I, um, I, a big part of me roaming around is often hooking up with old high school, college friends in cities around the, the country. So mm -hmm. I did that in Chicago and then I did it in Boston and I had a, a random group of of old friends get together from high school one awesome. guy had just flown in ran like it was totally fortuitous and serendipitous he had come in from berlin and he had been invited to play in this this festival called honk fest he's a trombone oh. player oh and, cool yeah and he and his band had been invited over paid for by this festival to come and play and like I randomly showed up at the same time that this festival was going on. So me and four buddies from high school got together and watched this guy play in his honk fest. That's and awesome. it was just a random thing. Yeah. And I went and got, you know, some great clam, New England clam chowder with a, with a buddy of mine who was, uh, who he owns a dog walking business. And, um, you know, I, 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 so I was, you know, able to do that. You just drop into random cities and, um, I, I just love how this lifestyle facilitates that for me. And then, mm -hmm. you know, I did that again in Connecticut, um, got together with buddies in Connecticut and then did the, did the stealth camping boondocking in New York city. That's I mean, awesome. it, it was, 
I, I mean, it, it, it couldn't have been a better weekend. Like, I couldn't have planned it better. And that's the thing. Like, I didn't plan it. I was just like, I got inspired. I'm like, I'm going to go camp in New York City. I knew the good place to scout out for parking. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what I was looking for as far as conditions. And I found that spot. And that's what I used for, for two nights of camping as my home base. And I just kind of, you know, I went and did the shared bike city bike, you know, where you get to, they've got all those depots throughout the city where you get to pick up a bike or drop a bike off. And I was cruising around. I biked over to Queens to where Bernie was doing his. Oh yeah. You you went to that, you went to that rally. I did. Yeah. I was like, you must've just been on top of the world. Like, dude, I got, I got life figured out. (laughs) Totally. I mean, it was, it was awesome. I was just zipping around this in central park. Such, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm Chicago will always have my loyalty as far as like, you know, where my heart belongs and like the best city out there. Mm-hmm. But New York City is a freaking masterpiece. I mean, it's a piece of art. And mm-hmm. the central piece to that is Central Park. You know, it's huge. Like, it's just, it's monumental as wow. far as its size and its scope and I was walking through there. I was biking through there. I almost got ruined my backpack and started biking around with him in there. But it just—oh man! I know it would have been it. It would have been the best, but it was just a little bit too much effort. Yeah. Um. To to make that happen with some of the other things that I was trying to do, I was trying to hook up with friends in high school. Oh, um, yeah. From high yeah. school there. So anyway, I mean, it just was. You know, I would go and do my thing during the day, and then I would come back to my truck at night. And then, you know, just kind of look left, look right, you know, kind of make sure that. And the best <laughs> thing about New York City is like no one gives a fuck. Like everybody just kind of keeps their head down. Like, oh, really? You know, they, they don't, you know, like there's nothing that happens in New York City that they haven't seen before. And so they're yeah, just like, I yeah, I don't, I like, you know, whatever, like live and let live, you know, like um, <laughs> oh, that, that dude just get in the back of his truck to hang out. It's cool. Yeah. Nothing to see uh, here. Yeah. yeah. N- none of my business. <laughs> I know. None of my business. I'm not going to call. I'm not going to narc on this dude. Like he <laughs> might kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seriously. So yeah, I would, I would do that. And I definitely had my little tricks. I would carry that thermos of mine and I would have that in my backpack and I would just go to Starbucks and freaking be like, fill that up. <laughs> and they'd fill it up and you know i'd have coffee to go like right there in the morning all nice and hot and tasty that's one thing i wish i could do was urban camp i i'm too obvious yeah. I, lo- I love the fact you can do it like ever since you did this in wrigleyville yeah was that three years ago yeah I'm, I'm just like man i gotta i that whenever my truck dies i'm gonna get something that i can do stealth in and i'm gonna go stealth I was thinking how nice it would have been to have had a van like my buddy Christo's van. But I also, I wonder whether I would have had more of a target for vandalism, Mm. you know, with that vehicle versus what I had, because my, my truck did not stick out at all, you know, as far as where I was parked, you know, I posted that picture. It looks looks like it belonged there. Yeah. You're You're just parking there. See, that, that, that's what's so great about truck camping is like, yeah, it's small and granted it's not always comfortable and it'd be great to have areas to hang out in that are bigger, but we're not a target. Right. Yeah. It was, it was a perfect experience in the yeah. day. I had two days of phenomenal weather. Oh, really? 
I was hoping for more foliage, but there really wasn't that much of the change in leaves yet um, mm. in, in New York City. Um, in probably a couple of weeks, it'll probably be peak there. But, um, you know, it was just great. You know, I was just cruising, cruising the streets of New York City, you know, getting my strut on, getting my biking on, going and yeah. seeing Bernie. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know who, you know, I'm going to end up voting for. But, you know, the vibe there was just fantastic you know mm -hmm. people there were really really engaged it was a really positive message there was really no slamming of anybody else yeah um that's that's good because i'm so tired of that yeah everybody and it's just like grow up you know coming out of of the event there was like a trump crew <laughs> and they were all yelling like oh your comrade bernie's still talking why are you leaving why are you leaving your comrades and, and it was just ridiculous whatever i mean I, I don't want to get into like you know one side's better than the other that's mm -hmm. not the point in bringing it up i mean for me i i just enjoyed being amongst the diverse group of people that were in new york city in queens and you know you had the thick accents going on and it just was it, awesome. it was it was you know there was over twenty five thousand people in that yeah. park it was it, it, it wasn't it wasn't photoshopped no <laughs> like all, no like all the other Total, rallies that no people... it totally was not no. photoshopped i mean i i caught the view from both above on on the queensboro bridge i saw that and, picture yeah that was yeah cool. no and i i have a, a picture that's even more representative because that was before the um before the peak of the event and then i caught captured one at peak of the dead but anyway it was just a it was just a really, really cool experience um, awesome, to, to go over there. How, how yeah. many days were you stealth camping in New York? I got in there on Friday. I slept over Friday night and then Saturday night, two, two and a half days, you know, two nights. It, it started to rain on Sunday. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get out of here at this point. Um, yeah. But it was it was beautiful on Friday and Saturday. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, if there's anybody listening, because I'm always curious about stealth camping, but if there's anybody listening that that wants to get into it, what what would you say are like some of the things that they should just be mindful of? I mean, I, I know that mm -hmm. like both out here and in the city, I imagine keeping your vehicle clean is important and keeping everything organized and not 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 call attention to yourself. But is there any other like tricks or tips or something that you could tell people? Because I, I I eventually want to get into it. I just don't have the rig for it right now. Yeah, one needs to do a little bit of homework about the neighborhoods of the cities. So I'm I'm fairly familiar with Chicago and New York City. So I knew before I headed in there what area, what neighborhood of the city that I wanted to park in. Okay. But if you're not familiar with the city, I would definitely do your homework as to you know, what quadrant of the city you want to go scout spaces for. And one tool that I found, and, and it's it's helpful for me even knowing the cities, but it'll definitely be helpful for people that are scouting out new cities. There's an app called Spot Angel. Hmm. And what they do is they have, so it's like a Google map type of layout for the city, but they have they have it diagrammed to identify where metered parking is and then where free parking is. Oh, okay. And so they'll, they'll actually have, 
areas of the city where they show you where you can park for six days at a time and not get ticketed and not be hassled. Um, and they also identify uh, parking garages. So if you do want to just, you know, park in a garage or whatever, they identify where those parking garages are throughout the city. Um, so that's a really useful tool mm -hmm. um, to identify neighborhoods. The other thing that um, like on the more minute basis on where you want to choose your um, your parking spot, I specifically chose the middle of the street. So you you've got the grid structure of how streets are designed in New York City and Chicago. And I didn't want to be near a corner. I wanted to be in the middle of a street. So in this in this particular situation, I chose between Riverside Drive and West End Drive. I didn't want to be at the corner of, say, 90th and Riverside or 90th and West End. I wanted to be in the middle on 90th. It's not completely dark, but it's not completely lit up like some mm. of the, like a corner would be. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was kind of wondering, I'm like, why not the corners? But that makes sense with the light. Yeah. And like on a corner, you're, you can be seen getting in and out of your vehicle from both angles, right? At the Y axis and on the X axis. When, when you're in the middle of two major streets on a side street, you can only be seen getting in and out of your vehicle if someone else is walking that exact street, not, yeah. not if they're, they're walking. So that's, that's another key thing that I look for. I wanted to make sure that I was in the middle and I, I spent a lot of time. So I got off at 79th and I snaked my way um, all the way up into the nineties to make sure that I found oh, okay. um, the proper spot. So I spent about a good half hour, 45 minutes finding exactly what spot that I wanted. You know, I didn't jump on the first spot that I found. Yeah, um, I, I really wanted to make sure that I had it was a good neighborhood that it was lit up, but it wasn't lit up too much and that it was nicely in between two major streets, but it wasn't close to either end, you know, so that I'd have some privacy, you know, that wasn't private, but, you know, yeah. more private were versus. And the other thing that I wanted to make sure I, I had a park nearby. So I could walk through, you know, yeah, to that I was park ask, I was in the morning. Ask about that, yeah. Yep, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that I could walk through to that park and and you know to have him do his business. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, and then like when when you pull up initially, do you do you like immediately take Rue for a walk to make it look like you're just hanging out in the in the community or? Yep. Because I because I would think if you pull in, that's when the most eyeballs are on you because there's like movement and it's a new vehicle and people might be like looking out their window like oh there's a truck parking on the street, but and if you start to set up right then they'd be like huh but if you like get out and and go do something or go for a walk then come back 30 minutes or an hour later, they'll just, there's no attention to it. But that's exactly what I do. Yeah. So okay. I, I park, I grab Rue, I take him for a walk. I, I let him do his business. And you know, whether you're in Chicago, New York, yeah. any other city, it's a common thing for tourists to just come in for the day mm -hmm. and do what I did and find parking, grab their crap, and then, you know, go and scalp, you know, go and have their day in the city. So you know, shuffling around bags in your vehicle, you know, packing up a day pack 
is not out of the ordinary. You know, okay. that, doesn't, that doesn't look sketchy. Okay, um, yeah. So, you know, that's what I did is I just, you know, I, I let Rude do his business. I came back to my vehicle. I gathered a day pack. You know, I was putting thermoses and different layers and whatnot. And then I left Rue in the car with a bowl of water. And, you know, that's another thing that I want to make sure that he's in a safe area and that it's protected from the sun. And I, mm. you know, it was a well-shaded area. I let him do his business. I made sure that he was properly fed, had enough water in the car, left him in there. And then it was a good neighborhood. I had scouted that out beforehand. And then I walked off and did my business, you know, and I, I would just kind of go out for three hours at a time and, you know, go and do my thing. And then I'd come back, you know, maybe eat, definitely take Rue for a walk and then go back out. And, you know, on Saturday when I was running around and had, you know, biked all the way over to Queens and came back and like, I, I ended up getting in the truck at five o'clock and took a nap. <laughs> you oh, know? you did? I took a nap. Yeah. I got in my truck. Took a nap exactly. and then, you know, got up and went went and got a couple slices of New York City pizza <laughs> at night and just walked <laughs> dude, around. I'm jealous, man. I want some good pizza oh, like that. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, New York City, you can find everything. Oh, man. Um, as far as food. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other thing. Like, you know, the mechanics of actually getting set up in a good position is, I, I think I laid it all out. You know, be familiar with the neighborhoods know your target neighborhood before you get in there and then have an ideal parking spot, get your situ your dog situated, get yourself situated. And then, you know, from my standpoint, I just love walking around cities. I mm -hmm. love biking around cities, doing the bike share thing, going to neighborhood coffee shops, going to neighborhood flea markets, going to like that. I, I wasn't so much focused on, making sure that I was going to climb the Empire State Building or go to the Statue of Liberty. That wasn't my goal. I just wanted to go and walk the streets and just kind of feel what it was going to be like to be a New Yorker, you know, pounding the streets and, you know, saying forget about it, you know, to, to passing passing uh, New Yorkers. Um, so that's, yeah, that was kind of my MO for the for the time period that I was down there. Hey, that sounds That sounds great. I think yeah. that, you know, that, that's one thing. Oh, here, let me, let me hang, hang on one second. I need to, the wireless router here, the battery on it's getting low. Oh, so let, oh, let, yeah. me, let me plug it in real quick. I'm going to take my headphones yeah. off in yeah, right. five, five seconds. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, that's that thing. That thing is working pretty, pretty darn well, huh? Oh, it's working great, man. I love it. I mean, it's what's like the, um, in, in what's the, what's the make of that, that wireless router that you've got? Um, this one, it's an AT&T one. It's called the MF. I don't know. It doesn't say on here. I'll have to, I'll have to message it to you. But what's, I mean, but what's the company, right? Isn't it a oh, specific yeah. service or. So it's, it's through, it's on the AT&T network and it's, it's, it's a company called net net buddy. What problem did you solve with NetBuddy? Man, I saw, I solved a lot of problems. Uh, I would say number one, the ability to get work done has greatly improved. I can get it done anywhere I have a signal. And, and why why weren't you able to do that with a regular cell phone? Because you run out of the data really quick. And so I was running out of my data within within two weeks. So I'd have two weeks where I wouldn't have data. And you can and so buy, how, and you can how buy much, more. How much and so you you 
So like the, you were on Verizon, right? Mm -hmm. When you were, when you were investigating, how did, how do I get more data? How do I get faster speeds? Yeah. And so you, you had a plan that gave you what, like eight like, gigs, 15 gigs, was, 20 gigs. It was 15 and I'd always buy an extra three per month. And I, uh, cause I wanted to have more, but, I, but I'd, I'd still have two weeks of time where I wouldn't have, uh, connectivity and I, and I, and I was spending so much money driving into town and just time, you know, you know how it is, you're getting your flow out there at camp and then you're like, no, I don't want to have to drive into town to right. so check, you would, you check would, email you'd, or something. You'd be two months or two weeks into your, into your data cycle, into your billing mm -hmm. cycle and you'd run out of data. Yep. And so then you're having to run into town to get mm -hmm. your work done. And then you run into town and sometimes the Wi-Fi doesn't work and it, it, you know, it creates a lot of frustration. So I think what it did is just help to simplify my life and simplify my schedule. And so then, the net buddy, the net buddy offers you unlimited data for $65 a month. Right. And it's data only. There's no voice. So this is separate from your normal cell phone bill. I've got two separate bills. I have my cell phone bill and then I've got my, my unlimited data bill. I'm looking at this as like, completely separate from I mean, even though it's on the cellular network i'm looking at it as like that's my wi-fi you know so that so it's different from my phone okay yeah so that's um and, and they they'll do they've got so you tell them you're either on the verizon network or the the um the at&t network and then or you set up a completely different account versus no, your phone yeah, it's a different account versus my phone. And I'm actually going to switch over to AT&T today because they're, they're doing a thing. And I think it's to the end of this month, but it, they're doing a thing that if you pay for any prepaid plan up front for the year, you get it for half off. Okay. So, so I can get their $50 a month plan with eight gig of data for 25 bucks a month for a year. So it's $300. So, so, I'm, I'm switching so, you're over. Not, so you don't have unlimited data on this thing. No, no, no. That, that, that's just for the phone. This is completely separate. So this is data only. It's just the AT&T. There's a different one that does Verizon, but I just heard that Verizon shut that one down. But the AT&T one, apparently what this guy did was he's based out of Columbia in Central America. The service works all the way from Canada all the way down to Ecuador. So it's the whole North America and Central America and plus the Caribbean area, which is great. But it's unlocked SIM cards. That this guy has and so he's like hey i'll just keep selling them until we run out we've got a ton of them and it's a limited amount so you can't just uh i mean it won't i don't think it's going to be going on forever but what he does is i see it on the back end the way the interface works is i can get onto the admin portion of my account that i have on there which is it's only 65 bucks a month for it and i can see when he reloads a data quota because like all you know he, he keeps on reloading more and more data into my account he's done it twice now and that way I don't ever run out. So if I get low, there must be some sort of thing that uh, messes him. And then he goes back in and reloads it and puts more data on there. And so um, what I did was I ordered the, the uh, router was like 90 bucks. And I think you could actually get it cheaper. I saw it for 78 online. Um, it's an old school AT&T one, but it works really well. And then, I mean, if you're in an area with a cell service, you just fire it up and it within about 10, 15 seconds, you're, uh, with the Wi-Fi on the router becomes available. And then I've got a guest channel as well. So I can put five people on my main channel and 15 people on my guest channel if I want to have other people connected. 15 devices, you know, up to 20 total. Right. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I yeah, the, the speeds I'm getting are unreal. I uploaded a, a one gig video to YouTube yesterday. It took me eight minutes. 
Wow, that's impressive. That's fast. That's faster than some of the DSL or some of the dedicated internet that I've been on. So what's so you heard what you heard through the grapevine that Verizon shut down that service? No, I tried to order it, and when I got it the day after I got it, they had said, "Hey, um, the well, the day after I ordered online, they went to you know fulfill the order, and they're like, "Hey, just a heads up, we no longer offer the unlimited." A mobile hotspot on this service and i was like oh okay well i'm not interested then so because that's the only reason why i was going to get it i was going to have i was going to have overlap really i was going to do verizon and at&t and then eventually see which one was better and then yeah. just, just go with that but but what's nice about the at&t network is that the the network's divided i think we, i mentioned that to you how there's one line for voice and one line for data so right. that's why that's where they can sell like data only stuff and i think that'll be a competitive advantage of theirs in the future as people want to migrate more towards either unlimited mobile hotspots or, or just a ton of data to be able to use each month. I think that'll benefit them. So to back up, I want to make sure that, it, so the NetBuddy is, is the router that you, is, what do you order from NetBuddy? Uh, NetBuddy is the one that, that gives you the unlimited SIM card. Like they, they you, you buy a SIM card online and it's like, four bucks for these unlimited SIM cards that I got. So I've got an un unlimited SIM card for AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. So I'm using the AT&T one right now in this in this router. And you just put the SIM card in. And before you put it in, you take a picture of the of the number because each SIM card has a number with it. So and you put it and you put it into the the wireless router that is purchased from uh, you you can just get you could get the wireless router anywhere as long as it's AT and T compatible. It doesn't have to be the one I have. So like the, the reason why I got the one I did was because it was cheap, and I was like, okay. oh, it's, it's Central America too. I maybe you know if I could, I love Central America. I love the women down there. <laughs> so yeah. it's like if I go to Central America and have my Wi-Fi work, that'd be great. But um, I, I just I, I like this one too because it's got a battery in it, so you you can you can unplug it and take it with you. So right. if you're sitting around a campfire and you're away from your vehicle or you hike in somewhere, but you still have service and you want everybody to have connectivity, you could bring it there and everybody could have it. And it's like a three hour battery time, which I, which I like. So you get the SIM card from the Central America dude. Mm -hmm. You get the router from wherever you want to get the router. It just has yeah. to be on the network that you're going to go. And then you, and then you sign up for the unlimited plan yep. from the provider. Yeah. So what it is, and it's kind of strange. I don't know why this is the case. He must be doing a bunch of other things for work stuff, but he's only available for calls on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday evenings from from six p.m. to nine p.m. But that he, he just he just like continually activates the data, you know, as the orders come in because people will order throughout the week. Oh no, I'm sorry. They won't order throughout the week. The order on Sunday night, Monday night, or Tuesday night. And so he just get he just slams them out for those three nights. One hour during and when you say And when you say order, uh -huh. they're ordering the SIM card? Um, well, I, I, I should have said uh, activating instead of ordering. Um, what you do is after you get the SIM card and you have the router, you, you, you go on the NetBuddy website and on there it says activate your SIM card, and that's where you would pay the $65 per month. And you don't get charged that until he actually serves, until he does it. And so it'll go through, I've got it set up through PayPal to where every month it'll just be a reoccurring payment until I decide not to use it. So it's just monthly. There's no contract. Right. And, um, I got, let's see, I, I signed up at like six o'clock on a Sunday evening and by seven o'clock the SIM card was activated and I was good to go. 
So, but I think I got in on the front end because people say, hey, I ordered at seven o'clock or eight o'clock on Sunday and it took until the next morning. So I, he must have a lot of orders coming in. But I've, I've had a good, as some people have said that they don't have a good experience communicating with him. He gets back to me right away. But I'm also nice. I mean, some people are jerks about it. Like, my fucking thing isn't working. It's like, yeah, you think he's going to respond? You're not going to be first right. on the list. So I, I, I respond back. I'm real, I'm real cordial. Like, hey, I, you know, I appreciate the service. This is what I do. This is great for me because of, you know, living mobily and I don't have connectivity all the time. It's, you know, by the way, I have a question about this. Whenever you get a chance to get back to me, he gets back to me. Where, right where is he making his money? Uh, I would imagine that he probably got those in bulk and discounted them. And then the only way he's making money is, is mm -hmm. through the sale of SIM card. Yep. Uh, well, the monthly service, I'm sure he's probably marking it up. I mean, if he owns the SIM cards and is able to have all these access codes that, that, that unlock them all, you know, for an extended amount of time or whatever it may be, I would imagine, you know, if, if I'm on my mind without knowing much about how the back end of that works, I would think you'd buy in bulk and get a lower rate and then turn around and say, okay, I'm going to upcharge a little bit and make a little bit extra on each account. I mean, essentially like he's his own cell phone company, but it's not a cell phone. It's like a it's, data it's, broker. It's, it's a data broker. Yeah. And so when you order your plan, your data plan through him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. I, and then, now and then, I'm starting and, to understand. Yeah. And then, and then he has, some sort of agreement with AT&T to where he has access to their entire network on the back end and goes in and, you know, takes the number that is with that SIM card that you send over, you know, say, Hey, here's, here's my number. This is the one I got. And he says, okay, takes that number and does something with it. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I, I looked at it, I, it started working. I didn't think it was going to, and it works. I'm like, fuck this is black magic. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, like the, the, the lingering question in his mind mind is, you know, is this a, how long is this going to last? Exactly. Is this, exactly. Is this something that's going to drop out, you know, mm -hmm. because whatever workaround this dude has figured out, you know, yeah. will be closed out by. The, the, the cool thing is I found a farmer online who had been using it since 2010. He's like, I'm in a rural, I'm in a rural area. I can't remember where it was. He's like, we can't get any internet out here. I've been using NetBuddy. When I first started, it was slow. He's like, but as the AT&T network got better, it's a lot better. He's like, now it's blazing fast. Is this dude incorporated in the U.S.? Is there like any U.S. Uh, or is he just like, you I don't know, know, Pablo Guzman, you know, operating out of <laughs> there's yeah. there's my there's my white privilege yeah um, yeah no shit, huh? <laughs> yeah so so he's yeah. just pablo make a buck uh-huh is is doing his make a buck thing out of central america like that's yeah yep but i mean like that's, when that's pretty freaking awesome yeah and 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 when he responds it's perfect english it's it's perfect explanation so i'm wondering if it's an expat down there Right. Because I mean, it's like, there's no miss. I mean, even, even though, even though the website's totally janky, there's no misspellings. There's there. The English is conversational style. It's not textbook style. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'll keep you're, writing. You're not, you're not routing your money through, <laughs> through Somalia. Yeah. And, and, I, yeah, and, and, I, and, and I, greetings, I, 
Greetings, fine sir. Yeah. It is good from, to see you today. Yeah, from Prince Rahim, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> where, I, yeah where, you've got, where he's going to send you a check and then you send him a, you know, a, yep. a different check. And yep. yeah, okay. Well, and magically it turns into 50 million bucks, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I just figured, I mean, like Phil from Down to Mob, he's been using this for 10 months. And he's like, he's like, I've never had an issue. Um, you know, I only had an issue, uh, when I was over at the hot springs, but I think that's because over there I was on the, I was picking up the AT or the, the cell signal from the reservation networks and those don't work. You know how that is, you know, with the reservation have their uh. own, have their own types of phones. So like the reservation folks have great coverage, you know, well, much better than, than if you're not on the network and then you're basically roaming Well, roaming on here doesn't work. Like you can't roam and get, okay. you know, you can't stream data or nothing like that. It needs to be a better connection. So it has to be within like a 3G or 4G area. Now I am getting 5G speeds. Like when I was in Crested Butte and Gunnison, uh, when I was in town, I did a speed test and I'm like, this is amazing, like right. super fast. So, you know, I, I, I think it's definitely a workaround. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes away one day, but I'll, I'll ride the wave until then. And for 65 a month, you know, and for me to just be able to turn it off easily on PayPal, if if it, the service does just stop working and I don't hear anything, then I'll, then I'll assume like, okay, you know, maybe whatever he was doing wasn't legit and I got busted. But it seems like if it's been around for that long, you'd think AT&T would catch on because if you Google it, it comes, this is the first one that comes up. Right. But there's that, another, it, there's another company, the ones that like, that Baron uses, you know, Unlimitedville and they charge 200 a month, but they're like, they have like AT&T logos all over their site and stuff like that. And I don't know if they're, more of a legitimate, you know, USA company because their website's totally dialed in and all that stuff. So it's something I've got to keep an eye on. But I'm interested to see if Verizon, if there's another service for Verizon that would pop up that's unlimited for Hotspot. Right. Because I, yeah. I mean, you know, when I was at the monastery, we were evaluating different internet options and no, neither service, neither AT&T nor Verizon was offering an unlimited hotspot data plan. Mm. And they had like a 50 gig option, they had a 20 gig option, but neither was, was offering the unlimited. So it is, mm. it's really interesting to me that, that this dude for a while had both AT&T and Verizon and now now it sounds like he only has Oh no 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 he, he's only, No no he's only ever done AT&T he's never done Verizon Verizon was a different company called Visible and there if you okay. look at if you look at Visible they're actually United States but what it was is Visible had I think it was for only like an 8 or 9 month period and I literally caught it on the day that it expired but what they were doing was is that you could get grandfathered into a contract with Verizon on this visible service. And visible is an authorized subsidiary of Verizon. I looked it up. Like they're they're basically owned by Verizon, but it's an offshoot. And so they had it to where for nine months on their plan, you could pot you could buy their $40 a month cell phone plan and it came with an unlimited mobile hotspot. And it would be for the lifetime that you had that phone if you signed up during that period. And I caught it on the day after they discontinued it. And so, you know, I, I'm looking at this as like, okay, now I'm fully a mobile solution. Like I want to create more content. I want to put up more videos. And I, when I, during September, when I, when I put up all those videos for truck camping, man, my revenue went through the roof. And so it's like, okay, well, there's, there's a big, 
a big uh, solution to a lot of these hiccups that keep happening with the electronics and other things with the truck that cost a lot of money. And this allows me to do that. And so wherever I can get a cell signal, as long as it's on the AT&T network, is if I can get a cell signal and then boost it with the booster, which by the way, I'm running into town to send you that booster today. So I'll send, you, I'll send you the tracking. But, you know, I'll be picking up the new booster. I saw that it was delivered to him as Springs uh, on Friday from WeBoost. And the booster in conjunction with this, it's like, I can get really far out. I was six miles deep in Washington Gulch and I downloaded the new Spider-Man movie in 30 minutes. It was pretty wow. good. And I had the booster yeah. on. The booster took it from one one bar to, to three uh, of, of the uh, green, which means it's, it's either 4G or 5G speed. But, I mean, that was fast. And I'm thinking, I'm back here to where my cell phone's not doing that great you know and this one for whatever reason and maybe it's just because like i said maybe it's just because it's a data only line maybe it's that's why it's faster but i'm very impressed i mean i you know with these cold mornings i woke up this morning like i said it was in the teens i sat in my truck and i watched you know some netflix for a little while which was nice to be able to kill time like that sierra was still sleeping she didn't want to get up from under the covers so i had the truck going and and the heater was going and it was starting to warm it up back here but it took a while and so i was like well i just sit here and make some oatmeal and make some coffee and watch some television and it's nice too to like you know you you hit the nail on the head i think when you said that we kind of operate differently when we're out doing our nomad thing you like to go and connect with friends and i like to be alone i like to be out in the middle of nowhere by myself but that comes with a price of feeling disconnected and so if i can be connected like this and facetime with people and like seeing you this morning i'm like oh cool i got my human interaction for the day but i'm not around anybody you know, stuff right. like that. So I think that what this does is this just helps to function better back here and just helps me to be uh, a little bit more productive than I have been in the past and not, and not waste as much time and resources going and trying to find connectivity. Right. No, I, I mean, I know that. I know that problem. Oh, it's so frustrating. All too well. But mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, and I think it's also, um, you know, your, your, your data consumption is very different than mine. And I think that that really... Um, I, I, I have to believe that that's really with your relationship with YouTube. Like mm -hmm. I don't, you do a lot of YouTube work. Yep. Um, but yeah. I, and I have to believe you also spend a lot of time like reviewing stuff on you. Like I don't, uh -huh. I don't spend any time on YouTube. Dude, you, you, you know what, you know what I watch on YouTube? This is what I watch. I watch old wrestling bouts from the eighties. I watch beyond the Titan Tron, which is about all the old wrestlers that died. <laughs> No, I'm a loser. And then and then I'll watch like uh, surfing videos and then I'll watch other videos about other rigs and uh, and then I'll watch a bunch of videos about paranormal stuff in the forest and that's about it. So it's like <laughs> really low grade mental stuff. I'm not I'm not absorbing anything that's like monumental here. It's it's pretty much a bunch of skeptical shit or, or uh, made up stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean there's no like there's no right or wrong way to I it's just it is interesting just because I don't um I don't have a big data budget, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I just don't, I don't stream a lot of stuff. Like I, I mean, you know, podcasts are relatively small. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then beside that, yeah, I don't do a lot of video. I don't, I don't generate a lot of videos like you do. And yeah, I don't, I, I, I love don't watch it. a lot of videos. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, and I started getting into UFC videos too. Like, you know, the, 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 the Nate, that Nate Diaz guy and stuff like that. I love watching him. And, and, uh, and just also too hearing the stories about some of those, some of those fighters, like the guy he's fighting next on November 2nd, that Jorge Masvidal, he's a really, really excellent fighter as well. 
like that guy grew up, I think he was like homeless when he was a kid. And now he's like one of the premier fighters and just talks about his life and stuff like that. So it's kind of fun to, to, to hear those stories. But the thing I like about YouTube is that, I don't know, television is so set and programmed and so regimented that on YouTube, it, it just, there's a bunch of stuff on there, but you should, man, I can go down some rabbit holes with some conspiracy theories and I'm like, I, I got to keep it in check sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, and I, I don't. Yeah. There's no judgment on my part. And I, no, yeah, I, no. I do want to get, um, I, I do want to push more content out, but it's, um, I don't know, I guess I'm, 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 I'm definitely more intrigued by the production of these, of these podcasts and, um, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, well, yeah, I, I do, is there another, any other topics you wanted to, to bring up in this, in this episode? I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. my, my plan, um, so I'm going to be here, um, through the middle of November. Okay. Um, and you know, I, I, I have some work on my, my truck that I want to do. Um, so, what you, you what, know, what, when are you, I, what are you doing to your truck? Well, like one, one big thing that I've got to do, it's not, it's not a huge problem, but it is a problem. Um, so, you know, over the winter during mud season, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, the, the, the back end of my, you know, tail end, I, I banged it into that cattle guard oh, yeah. and, it, it, and it knocked. So in that specific spot, the, the, the toppers leaking. Oh um, no. Yeah. So hmm. there's a, there's a good, um, truck accessory business here. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to get it resealed. I'm going to get my topper resealed onto oh, nice. the truck bed. Yeah. Dude, so you, that's, you, you know, you know what that, um, I, I should, I should do a reseal cause I never sealed it. I mean, mine's just clamped on, but I'm, that might help with like the cold air seepage. It may, it between, might. I mean, but if you truck. don't, if you don't experience, if you're not experiencing any leakage, yeah, I'm not like way. any yeah. any water leakage. My my guess is your seal is about, is as good as it's going to get. Okay, because yeah. I'm, um, yeah, just in that area. Um, so you know, it, it's like it, it hit at the like two thirds of the way back, and then so from two thirds of the way back all the way back there's a, there's a small leak. Um, and, and that, that needs to be addressed. Um, and so I want to get that, I want to get that fixed up. Um, and, and then there's, yeah, I've got, I've got some, some YouTube videos that I want to get, I want to get, um, put out. Yeah. Those food Um, ones. I want to, I want to learn how to, you know, I mean like that, another thing too, I know we've, we've talked about the website that we're going to be doing for the, yeah, that's, that's the big one. That's another big one that I want to do. Oh, and then I was going to tell you too, I'll I'll alter all the digital assets and send them over because we're going to change that name from nomad ramblings to nomad ramblers. Um, Right. But uh, I was thinking with that, you know, on, on that website, I'd love to incorporate all those videos. And, and like, if you, if you would ever do a cooking series, dude, I would love that. Cause I don't know how to cook very well. I mean, I, like if you show me, I'm like, okay, I got it, but I don't know. I don't, I can't, I can't look at food and go, oh yeah, that, that would probably be good together. And you seem to have a knack for that. And m- maybe, you know, every once in a while, whenever you're out, you know, we could just throw one of those up there as a resource for people. Cause like with the reviews that we want to do and all those different things, might as well put up a bunch of stuff for people to, you know, to absorb when they're, when they're looking yeah. at the site. Yeah, no, I think, um, yeah, I, I, 
yeah, we can we can build as needed. And I, I've definitely made, a, uh, I think, some good progress on the structure of it. Um, cool. So we can we can put in, um, you know, a, a page specific to videos. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think that would be that would be a good thing. Yeah. So that's my those are my goals. And then I'm going to be so I'll uh, I'll leave here mid November. I'm going to go spend time in Chicago again. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm back in Gunnison the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Um, and I've, I've got, you know, I've got a uh, place lined up. Um, to yeah. Um, Where, whereabouts in town are you? So it, it's about five miles out of town. Okay. Um, five to seven miles out of town. It's, okay. um, I, you know, it's, it's sight unseen, you know, outside of Google maps and some pictures that people have sent me, um, that I, I, you know, renting, <laughs> I'm renting a room in a trailer. Um, and then like, <laughs> Freaking like how how much more redneck dirtbag can, can you be? Like, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not living in a trailer. I'm renting a room in a trailer. Um, I'm, so, I'm scraping it low here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be good. The guy who owns it, um, he's got a dog. Um, so and and I think his uh, temperament is is much more in line with mine. You know, just like low key, yeah, uh, low key. So it'll it'll be good. That's good. And I'll, yeah, and, I'll and just, that'll be nice too. I mean, like, you know, you got a dedicated spot for Rue when you're working and, yeah. and you don't have to worry about, you know, crazy roommate. Right. And then it's also too, it's temporary because you're probably, I would imagine you're probably going to want to truck camp in the summer a little bit or, or figure, yeah. figure out your own place or something. Yep. No. And it's, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agreed to, um, I agreed to stay there through the winter. Um, and he was cool with that as well. I was like, you know, and cool. then as, as we move into summer, I'll reevaluate. Um, yeah, so that's my plan. Cool. Um, and your, your, yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine some of your hiccups have shifted around your timing on, on what you're doing, but what, what's, what's the next month look like for you? Um, I mean, I'm still good with finances, you know, um, I'm just going to do things on the cheap and not do as many, I was going to do a lot more paid places on the way to these different backpacking spots, like Ojo Caliente is on the way between here and Jimenez Springs where I'll be backpacking up to the San Antonio hot springs tomorrow. But I started looking at the prices. I'm like, I just don't want to spend the money. Like I'd rather just go hike and do the natural and plus two, there's usually never anybody if, if the hike's long. And so, you know, I started, I started putting a pen to paper last night. Like I'm good through Christmas. Um, mm. and that, and then I want to see how the content ramps up on YouTube and hopefully that can, you know, pay, pay some good dividends. It certainly did in September, which would be great because I'll get that, that revenue here shortly but uh but anyway yeah budget's fine um just kind of dialing things down a little bit and probably not doing as many sightseeing paid places and more natural places which is kind of cool because that's what i want to do anyway right and so this will just make it to where i do focus just on that but i'm going to go to the the los ojos bar and Jimenez springs tonight it's like a famous place in new mexico for like this weird awesome kind of country bar in the middle of nowhere I'm going to go there for Monday night football and I, I'm going to take my camera in and record it. So hopefully it'll be a good, nice. good, good thing. But if you, if you Google Lo, Los Ojos bar, it pictures of the inside. You're like, what in the hell? Like that place is crazy looking. And my friend, Kevin, Kevin, that I work with up in the town on Mount Crested Butte, he used to work over there for the, for the forest service. And he's like, that bar is so much fun. He's like, it's crazy in there. And nice. so that's where I'm headed tonight. And so I'm going to run into town after this and then get some supplies and then start making my way West. 
Right on. Well, mm -hmm. good, good catching up. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see whether <laughs> whether uh, people actually enjoy this episode. Because I mean, essentially, I, just, I feel like I feel like this was a phone call more than yeah, a podcast. Exactly. You yeah. and I catching up on what's going on. I think we covered some good stuff, though. I definitely will appreciate the the thoughts and the comments that you have about stealth camping because I, I just don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I you know, as I I kind of posted in my um, my Facebook post, you know, I, I think it's, I like, I like pushing myself because there was a little apprehension on my part, you know, mm -hmm. like I've got my dog and, you know, I was like, you know, what if my vehicle gets towed and, and whatnot? And, um, you know, what if people see me getting in and out of the, the vehicle? Like I, I like the idea of putting myself out there, you know, making myself a little bit more uncomfortable, you know, and, and seeing how well I can, um manage a new experience um you know a challenging one and i as far as i'm concerned i, I hit it out of the park yeah i would um, say so man yeah yeah it was it was a good one that's cool well what do you say we connect uh, i'm gonna go to like i said i'm gonna go to him as springs this afternoon uh drive over there but I'll, I'll get over there and figure out where i've got some service and let's get another episode going on here in the next couple days word okay cool man all right all right, dude. We'll, well give give, give give her a few head scratches from me and Sierra. Well, will do. All right, dude. All right, later. Sure.